Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the only show where we go on adventures so you don't have to. I'm your host, Asterios Kokodos. With me as always is Saran Oh. Hey, now we have a lot to get to. Oh yeah, we, we do. We have we a ton do. to get to. Obviously, we got the frozen off. Oh my god, I was frozen off. We got the frozen off. I've written I've I've written a, a pretty good amount of my frozen too. I'll pitch you through it. We've got yours. Um, Joe Biden has a new podcast. We're going to have to get it. Obviously, we have to please, get it. Please, for the love of God, can we please listen to some of Joe Biden's podcast? Welcome back to the Politics Boys. <laughs> <laughs> this segment of the show where I like to call the Politics Boys. V O I Z. Mm-hmm. When we talk about presidential candidate Joe Biden and his declining mental state. It's going to be great. I can't fucking wait. Um,. It doesn't? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm just so I want to set up everything. There's a whole new series of games that you're playing. Oh, yeah, I, I got sucked into a new game called. Wait, don't, don't tell me yet. <laughs> Remember, we're just teasing things here, but I want to start with the fact that you are officially back on your bullshit. I made my fourth Reddit account this morning because I've been banned from Am I the Asshole so many fucking times. Mm -hmm. But to be fair, I don't think most of those bans were warranted. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. You've been banned four times. No, I've only been banned three times because this is my fourth account and I haven't had any posts deleted. I've been on it all morning, so I think I'm getting better. Okay, and how many... You've also been kicked off of Facebook several times, correct? I've been kicked out of Facebook groups several times. My most recent Facebook ban. Welcome mm-hmm. to the Facebook ban segment. This is where we talk about groups I've been banned from this week. <laughs> the most recent group I got kicked out of was some stupid tag group because I said that I wouldn't buy ethical pornography. Not that I wouldn't buy it because it was ethical pornography, just that I wouldn't buy pornography, period. Okay. How did this... What group are you in? The the tag OP, wreck the OP because they're not buying ethical pornography, calling the group? Yeah, it was some kind of group where the girl made her post was like, hey guys, I got laid off from my job. Uh, here's my OnlyFans or something. And I was like, you're, I, I posted something shitty, like, your camera is low quality, you should consider buying another camera. <laughs> Just giving some helpful advice. <laughs> or you should consider using another camera. And they were like, are you buying? And then one of the mods was like, you can buy some of this porn in exchange for your shitty comment. I was like, Lamau, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then they banned me. Okay. Do you really think your comment was helping, or were you just trying to nag some porno girl? Listen, if you're going to sell porn, I think having a 1060p is like bare minimum. <laughs> I, I, I think you're trying, I think the phrase you're looking for is 1080p. 1080p is mm-hmm. like bare, uh, that's very little to ask. iPhones can do 1080p now. <laughs> Granted, however. This is a this is a porn girl going through a difficult time. She's just opened her OnlyFans. She's just looking for some support, maybe some simp bucks. She's looking to turn you into 
and iCuck or whatever that guy's name is. And now you little Nancy negative over here stamping on this girl's porno dreams. If this girl's hot enough, it could be in 480p, 320p, 144p. It could be a flip book. If it's hot enough, I don't care. I should have offered to buy her a new camera. <laughs> That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, ne- so, because you've been banned from Facebook groups for negging, for pornography stars. I remember at one point you told me that you now have to take a picture of your driver's license and send it directly to Mark Zuckerberg every time you want to open a new Facebook Yeah, account. isn't that fucking bullshit? I'm just not doing it. <laughs> it what are... Okay. Number of times this has happened to me, Asteris Kokonos, zero times. My Twitter works, my Facebook works, my Reddit account works. You keep getting banned from everything. Is it possible that you're going into these discussion spaces and then just kind of like shitting on everyone <laughs> and everything and calling everyone a bunch of losers and saying, well, okay, you clearly want to say something, so just say it. Get free SMS message.com. We can have a new phone number in about five minutes. <laughs> and it works, too, because usually they don't work with the verification thing for some reason. Those, like, text-free apps don't work with the phone verification. But it works with Facebook? Yes. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, again... Do you think it's possible that you are just kind of being the internet's most negative Nancy mm. and that people maybe just don't want to put up with it and they just ban you? I've considered it. I've come to the conclusion that no, I'm not the asshole. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so you're back on your bullshit. Now, now you registered a new Reddit account so you could post on Am I the Asshole? Just on Am I the Asshole? Just on Am I the Asshole? Have you found any success so far? What have you been up to since I woke up? Oh, yeah. I have like 3,000 car moves. Are you serious? Oh, dude, I'm dead serious. There's more car than I have. I've been this account for five years. I got a massage because that place is a call. I know exactly what to say to get the karma, to get the magic internet points. That's what I've been doing all the way. There's some douche on there right now that's talking about, I went, son, hang on. You know what? Let me just read it because of course, it fucking Please sucks. take your time. And I didn't post on this, but um, I could have. And I could have mined lots of karma. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about this. Here in the UK, we're only supposed to leave the house for exercise, strolls, and essential shopping. Taking my braces out, I sound terrible. I think you, I really like, you sound so cute with that retainer in. Here in the UK, we're only supposed to leave the house for exercise, strolls, and essential shopping. During this lovely day, as part of my walk, I sunbathed in the park, maintaining about two meters distance from everyone. However, the UK papers are vilifying actions like myself as unsafe, and I struggle to see this. Am I the asshole? It's like... Bro, you, you're clearly just here to argue about the government. Why, don't you go, <laughs> why did you go do this on one of your bullshit libertarian subreddits? Not here. Okay, well, so far I'm agreeing with you entirely. Yeah, so everybody's like, you're an a Everybody's like, you're an a-hole. So he edits and then says, so it seems like this sub is full of people who blindly follow rules. No one has come up with a convincing argument as to why sunbathing is more dangerous than running, where I'm spreading my saliva everywhere. So I'm going to include that I'm not the asshole. This is an adult. 
Yes, it is. Posting this. This is an adult who went onto a Reddit board to find out if they were the asshole, and then and now is just declaring themselves not the asshole. This is how someone spent their morning. <laughs> yes, exactly. This guy maybe should do a little bit of running. Like... Into traffic. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you posted? Are you only commenting, or have you cast your fish? Because listeners might not remember... Sriracha hit the front page of Am I the Asshole a couple of weeks ago with her post, Would I be the asshole from for banning Spider-Man from my wedding? No, seeing that on BuzzFeed spooked me. <laughs> what? Yeah, that not- was on BuzzFeed? It was on one of those BuzzFeed clones. I don't think it was on the actual BuzzFeed. I didn't know this. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah, because that's the content. Oh, my God. Am I? I'm sorry. Am I the asshole for thinking that is just fucking hysterical that the influencer economy has crashed? Oh. Like, my my retirement savings might have been obliterated, but it is so funny to me. You have been very, very happy about this. Um, Now, I really don't follow a ton of influencers. Like, I just kind of... I watch, like, two... I'm... I'm a fucking boomer about YouTube. I just treat it like TV. I'm like, I like two channels. I like OSW Review, uh, old school wrestling review video podcast. I like Red Letter Media. It's kind of like with cable. It's like, I like Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, and that's it. Um, I'm guessing you follow like, a ton of influence. Oh, I love, I, I follow a lot of vloggers, and then I get drunk and I DM them. <laughs> like midnight. Okay. Uh, I just said a boy to Amy Rouch. The other night I woke up, I was like, don't remember sending that. <laughs> but I was just like, it's just like fangirl shit. Like, hey, I love your YouTube channel. Love your tips about uh, which Madewell tote to buy. And they ne- either they don't respond or they're just like, thank you. And then I keep the conversation going only when I'm intoxicated. <laughs> that sounds crazy. That's because people message you when they're drunk. Oh, yeah, and I message them back. Hit me up on Instagram. I frequently message people back. Sometimes I don't know what to say, so I just like the post, and that ends the conversation. Do you mind if I do a little tangent here? Go ahead. Okay. So, speaking of getting intoxicated and going on on, on DMing people, my sobriety year expired. I made it through a year sober. One solid year sober. It was crazy, but I fucking did it. Yeah, you did. I find you were there the whole time. I was there. I can verify this is true. You did not smoke weed or drink for an entire year. And I'd like to point out that nobody. Hmm. How do I? How, how do I phrase this? Sriracha was looking really hard for me to fail because she would have thought that was funny. I definitely would have. Yes. It's not funny if you succeed. Yes. I know. She, like, little Miss Narc over here is, like, making sure that the glasses I'm drinking out of, like, didn't have any liquor residue in them. Like, I'm I'm hitting a pipe, but that pipe only had to, that pipe was only for uh, CBD. There was no weed residue. I don't want to call her little Miss Narc, because actually that's not, that's, but she was looking out because... She wanted to be the one to tell everyone that I fucked up. Is that true? That is 100% accurate. Okay, good. Just putting that out there. You're very supportive. So, so <laughs> I got high as balls as soon as I could. I rolled up a big fat joint and I hit it like eight times in a row. Was it everything that you dreamed it would be? Um, the first thing I did before hitting this joint though was... 
I disconnected every microphone, <laughs> every camera, and I deleted every app from my phone that had any kind of messaging on it. Incredibly intelligent decision. Because I'm saying to myself, I know I'm going to get high and I'm going to start acting like Sriracha, just DMing people on Instagram and, and texted people here, going you on YouTube live, like red-eyed, stoned out of my mind. So if you were wondering why it took so long to set everything up, that's why. Oh, yeah? Is that why? Yes, yeah, that's you deleted why. everything. <laughs> that's yeah, because I, I wrapped everything up. I put things in little boxes. Oh, and then I forgot where I put things, obviously, when I finally sobered up. Like, it turned out I stuffed one of these microphones in, uh, like, a little travel bag for some reason. Oh, that's good. Not yes. in the microphone envelopes that we have, like the microphone cases. Like, I just stuffed it in, like, a backpack for some reason, but I found it. So, how is this? So you're officially sober boy again, or how was it? What did you decide? Well, to, to, but to answer your last question, was it everything that I had hoped it was? I hate to say it. It was unfortunately exactly what I thought it was going to be, getting high again, because the thing I really missed was getting high. Oh, yeah. And I, I got the sense, I was like, I think this is just going to be depressing and sad. And it definitely was both of those things. Yeah, unfortunately, it was both of those things. Like, I, I went over to my director's place, bought the weed, rolled it into a big <laughs> joint. I had the little filter cones. I, I had everything. Did you have a no-contact weed delivery? Yes, I did. <laughs> Yo, he, he left the weed in the foyer and stepped out of the foyer. It was like a weed airlock. A big, big salute to all of our essential employees out there. Absolutely. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work. But, uh, I mean, you you saw it. So, so what, what I did was, I like, months ago, I told work, like, I need this Thursday and Friday off. I didn't tell them why, but I was like, because I'm going to go on a bender. Um, so I was off those days. I spent, like, 48 hours just, like, smoking pot, playing video games, ordering Grubhub and it was kind of depressing and reminded me why like I probably shouldn't smoke weed because all it does is like give me anxiety and depression yeah but I don't know you saw it you you saw all two days of this bender what did you think yeah it gave me anxiety and depression too I could tell I was making you sad and because you're just ordering so much fucking food at some point I was just like fucking stop you don't need to order Grubhub four times in two days it's a bender just eat the food we have here go have a bender with beans and rice or something beans and rice or rice and beans. It's a bender. You're supposed to go. It's a bender, not like a deviator, not like a curver. It's a bender. You got to bend it. Okay, well, you're too I'm t if I'm too old for this shit, you're too old for this shit, okay? Are you telling me that an that an employed 37-year-old man during the height of a global pandemic shouldn't take 2 days off to get high as fuck? Yeah, are you trying to obliterate your lungs? You're going to get the rona, and then you're not going to think this is funny anymore. I will not get big rona. Big rona is not welcome in this house. Big rona is going to fuck your shit up. Your lungs are like raisins. I so I mean, I wish I had some sort of I went to I went down to the bodega in the middle of the night. To try to buy, which is an essential business, the bodegas. And uh, I went down to the bodega that sold big bongs, which are essential uh, glassware. Essential glassware. <laughs> and 
All their bongs were like $40 fucking price gouging. Yeah. I got to call the I got to call the city about this. That is classic price gouging right there. $40 for a camo bong at the height of a crisis. Did you get one of the ones with Rick and Morty painted on them? Yes. They got bongs with Pickle Rick on them. Funniest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. My favorite of those bongs <laughs> is they have summer bongs. It's like Nobody really likes this character. I wonder what the market for just paintings of Rick and Morty characters high as fuck. Like, there's somebody who makes this whole oh, yeah. business. I just, it just dawned on me that somewhere there's a guy who his entire livelihood depends on his ability to paint Rick and Morty characters just smoking a joint. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get that red in the eyes just right. If it's too dark... They look, they look like they just had a stroke. If it's too light, you don't know that they're high. You got to get that one bug who goes, oh, boy, here I go smoking again. Can't wait to smoke this stickity-ickity. Oh, boy. I hate weed. I hate weed culture. I hate all of you people. I know. We should. We hate ourselves, too. So, hopefully getting drunk will be more fun. I decided to separate them because I said to myself, if I get crossfaded, I might just... I said to myself, if I get crossfaded, I'm going to end up in the emergency room, and then I'm going to catch the COVID. Like, if I do both at once. So, you definitely will. Yeah. So, I, so, you know, if there was any time to be a man child, it's not right now. Uh, but I'm not going to smoke weed again until next year. Good. Yay. That's what I decided. I'm, I'm going to take another year, and then... I d- you know what? I blame coronavirus for this because if it wasn't for the coronavirus I'd be out in the woods camping, hitting the weed fishing like chasing fireflies yeah we did want to do a camping trip didn't we? oh and everybody all of you sanctimonious fuckers in the discord that are shitting on me for considering not cancelling my vacation I hope you're fucking happy because Delta cancelled it for me Yo, I didn't know this. Yeah, no, they gave me a, they gave me a um they just canceled everybody's flights and then you got to pick whether you wanted a refund or if you wanted a credit for another flight but they added like 50 bucks on it. Oh, that's not I bad. I took the credit. I took yeah. the credit cuz I do want to get another flight and then you could use that forever. That's fantastic. Isn't that great? That's really good that's actually. A good deal, right? That's a really good deal actually. Um Okay, so you're not going to Colorado. I'm not going to Colorado. I'm very upset. I want to go to Colorado really bad. I want to go to Montana, too. I'm thinking about just going to Montana and making, like, a whole, you know, like, renting a car and then just going to a bunch of the states that nobody gives a shit about. Like, Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota. What's in North Dakota? Literally nobody knows. It's the last frontier. There is no person on the planet that knows what is in North Dakota. I will be the first one to figure it out. Godspeed. (laughs) Um, So, uh, were your friends bummed out? Yeah, uh uh-huh. I'm sorry, but I'm, I know that this, this trip would have been amazing, and you would have gone to Colorado and seen your friends and all got high, and it would have been super duper cool. I know. I, I blew my chance at a full Airbnb refund, To Don't tell them this. I hope they're not listening to this, but I fucked up because I let my emotions get the better. Wait, what? <laughs> so, um, you have to request. Airbnb is doing, I guess... They're expanding their, because usually what you do is you get a 50% off refund if you request a refund more than two days after you book. Right. 
So they're doing that. And then I guess they're also giving you a credit, but you have to request a COVID credit after you are like as your reason for your refund. So I request a refund. I message this guy. I'm like, hey, dude, uh, they canceled my flight. Can you expand? Can you just give us the full refund? And he said no. And then I got super pissed off and sent him this really pissy message. And then blew my chance because I didn't. Uh, from there, you had to request special COVID consideration. And I blew it to tell the guy he was an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, you fucked this I up. I did. I really fucked it. I you really screwed the pooch on this really one. You really boomered this. Were you drunk? <laughs> no. No, I was mad. Okay. Well, no, you have every right to be mad. I mean, it's a fucking national goddamn emergency over here. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry. I knew that. <laughs> like, because I'd, I'd read news stories about, like, the Airbnb refund thing and how, like, if the host rejects you, the... Airbnb will make it whole. And I'm sorry, I, I could have helped you with this. That's my own fucking fault. That's what I get for being a dickhead. <laughs> no, I think what you did was great. I, it's always good to yell at someone. Um, all right. Well, so anyway, so just bringing us all the way back before we end the first segment. Have, so have you posted any threads on Am I the Asshole yet? No, no, I got spooked. I'm sp- there's something about seeing me getting attention. Like, major attention for one of these posts that scares me. And also, people, like, actually threatened to murder me last time. Yeah, they did. I know that, I know, I know nobody was going to carry out those threats, but it still, still spooked them. Spooked the horses. Can we, real quick, just to wrap up the first segment, let's come up with the ultimate Am I the Asshole bait. Okay, ready? Uh, Autism. A wedding. A wedding and a bride. You've already done a new one. No. You've already used autism and weddings and Spider-Man. Okay, coronavirus. Yes! <laughs> Perfect. Coronavirus and autism. No, you can't just throw autism into everything. All right. It's like salt. It just amplifies the flavor of whatever you mix it with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, great, 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 great. Okay, coronavirus. Am I the asshole for telling my, hmm, what about something with homeschooling through the Zoom cameras? Oh, yeah. Am I the asshole for getting coronavirus on my Zoom camera? (laughs) Wait, what? I don't know. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my child's teacher that they should not be using the Zoom background during Zoom during their Zoom class. Oh yeah, telling off a teacher. Reddit hates that. Yes, exactly. Something about like like something where it's like now this helicopter parent. Now that I can see the classes, I know I know this teacher's no good. I always thought that Miss Jenkins with her perky butt and and amazing C cups. I always knew that she was trouble. And now that I see the classes, I know she is. She's pretending to be in Hawaii. She's pretending to be on the moon. Why don't you pretend to do your job, Miss Jenkins? Helicopter. Am I the asshole for telling? My son's, my seven-year-old son's teacher that coronavirus will not impact his autism. (laughs) I win! I'm the winner! I have the most unvoted post, because you're not supposed to download assholes anymore. (laughs) Okay, let's put both of these up on Am I the Asshole right now. No! Oh! Oh! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, look, she wants to make all these jokes about you. It's not 
funny to just say the word autism. I was trying to specifically concoct a Reddit post that Reddit will hate. I'm not trying to be the good guy here. Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward to... I'm... I was... (laughs) I have known you for years now. At what point will you leave the phase where you use the word autism as a punchline? Is there any... (laughs) at, at, At any point in the future, can we expect this? Age 32. Now, remember, we've had listeners who are members of the autism community message us and tell us, I really don't like it when they use my condition as a joke. Like, okay. You've heard okay, this from people. Okay, okay, I get it. You, you make me the bad guy. I'm not making you the bad guy. No, no, I can put you got you. Oh. All right, well, look, we'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast, Loudest Podcast on the Internet. Now, usually, uh, digital ads don't work. Banner ads don't work, and these ads, they just don't work. And I know, I write them for a living. <laughs> However, Sriracha saw an ad the other day that was just too tempting to pass up. Okay, now you don't have this story 100%. Oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. But that's okay, because I, I feel like this is important. It's, okay. So I was watching Hentai. <laughs> The other day, mm-hmm. as one does. Mm-hmm. By the way, I found out because I had. Here's why I was watching hentai is because I had the idea. I feel like I could really carve out a good niche if I made a Pornhub channel and then I did. A, I became the PewDiePie of those dating simulators. I think you. I think doing comedy on Pornhub is a nut. That has yet to be cracked. Uh, literally. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think you could do that. I like that idea. Uh, turns out there's already a girl that does it. Her name is Vomit Chan, and she looks a lot like me. <laughs> I mean, you're funnier than Vomit Chan. I don't know. That's a pretty funny idea. She had it first. Mm, okay. Well, maybe we can do some sort of team up. Uh, but but okay. So you're on. So you're wait. Can you just tell me real quick what the plot of this hentai was that you were watching? It wasn't anything. I was watching Vomit Chan Let's Play a Dating Simulator. Okay. And it was it was just like not a super interesting game. <laughs> Anyways, so I closed my screen and I discovered that a game has been opened in the background, as as Pornhub often does. Uh it was called Fap Titans. <laughs> And uh, I got addicted for a hot second playing Faptides because it was a pretty good game. I mean, it wasn't a good game because it was like obviously one of these games made for no other reason than to mine your four ninety nine buying gems or whatever. But um, and to like run crypto, like things. Yeah, in the right. Background. To like run crypto miners. In your yeah, browser. sell your sell your i sell your like GPS location. Every everything everything. So Faptides basically the. First of all, the only thing you need to know about Faptitans is there is a Faptitans subreddit, and the only po- the top post on it of all times is the title of the post is "Guide to Faptitans Leveling Up," and the interior of the post just says, "Don't play this game; it sucks. Play the game that it's based off of, Clicker Heroes." Um, but dude, I tried to find Clicker Heroes or Click Titans or whatever it is. First of all, there's two Click Titans. There's Click Titans One, which is running on Flash, a program that is literally going extinct in six months, and also Clicker Titans Two. 
which costs twenty nine ninety nine. Oh my god, are you fucking serious? That's too expensive. Thirty goddamn! You could buy the new Spider Spider Man the, the the fucking PS4 Spider Man game I saw on sale the other day for like thirty dollars. You can buy a lot of things with thirty dollars that I don't. I am not that invested in this game that I want to spend the money on it. So I go back to playing uh, Click t- Fap Titans, and I have a thorough review of it. Uh, it's a bad game. It's a bad game. Let's start that right off. <laughs> Two out of ten, I give Fap Titans. But let me tell you, at the bottom of the screen, every time you load up your Fap Titans, it gives you an ad for another one of their associated weird games. And let me tell you, there are... In, in the saga, we have Pussy Saga, Cunt Wars, Smut Stone, Sex Gangsters, uh, is it po- s- Poker Sluts, and Slot Bitches. And I went through and I played, or I attempted to play, every one of these games. And I can tell you unequivocally that Fab Titans is much better than these other offerings. Better than Poker Sluts? Better than Poker Sluts. Mm, okay. That's a high bar. Now, all right. Fab Titans. Yes. <laughs> Can we dissect the name for a second? Of course. Is the idea that you become like the king of fapping or are the are there like titanous gigantic women who you fap to? Like where is the word like ex- explain the name to me? Ah. Uh. First, first of all, thank you for asking because it is very important to go into the etymology of a Fap Titans. <laughs> a game named Fap Titans. Yes. I think that the Fap refers to, I think the Titans are the characters because you level up and then you get access to different girls. Okay. That you can take their clothes off through a very difficult and annoying process. Oh, really? Yeah. But the biggest problem I have with Fab Titans is that there are so many elements of the game that I don't know how they managed to capture the aesthetic of one of those annoying Star Trek board games with a million different fucking pieces, but goddammit, they've done it. Holy, wait. Now, I imagine Fab Titans to be kind of like Cookie Clicker. It's exactly like Cookie Clicker. Okay, describe the gameplay to me of Fap Titans. So the gameplay of Fap Titans is you are, I guess, the Fap Titan. (laughs) You click- I assume you're a fledgling Fap Titan who's building his- like fap empire, his fapire, his fapire. Yes, yes, correct. Um, you click on monsters, and every time you click, you deal a certain amount of damage. Okay. But it also is a, runs in the background. Like you can set your fap titans and then leave, and then each time you get a new. You can buy girls with the coins that you collect, and they'll like click on your behalf. It's like upgrading your cookie clicker. Okay. Have you played cookie clicker? Before? Yeah. I was really good. I got a lot of cookies in that cookie clicker game. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. It's great. I'm I'm sure it's one of the things I'll talk about on my deathbed that I was very, very good at cookie clicker. I was very, very good at Fap Titans. <laughs> you were into Fap Titans for days. Yeah. I thought this would be some sort of twenty four hour fly by night thing. You're on day four of Fap Titans. Okay, so you're so you're collecting gold, you're grinding for gold, you're buying girls. 
as the girls are fighting these monsters, are they leveling up or do you have to level them up? No, you need to manually level them up. This is what I was afraid of with Fab Titans, that there would be a lot of micromanagement. It's so much fucking micromanagement. My main complaint about Fab Titans, I have made a list. I sat there on Fab Titans and I made a list of every named and unnamed element in the game that you can in some form collect. Okay. Not counting the girls that you can hire to click on your behalf. Ready? Named elements, gold coins, diamonds, tickets, minithral, gems, which are different from diamonds, and then... Those are the elements that have names that you need to collect in some capacity and they all do something different. And experience points. Correct. Here is the list of unnamed elements. There are bottles of some kind, superheroes, which are not the same thing as the Fab Titans that you can hire. You have to buy cards and the cards unlock different superheroes and those superheroes... Each have their own power, like you can level them up, but you can only do that with these bottles of essence of some kind. There are other tickets, but these tickets are gray. <laughs> you can use those tickets to upgrade your mine, where you mine the Minithral. There are blue, green, yellow, and red gems for leveling up your hero. And keep in mind, those are not the same gems that I mentioned previously. Which are not diamonds. Which are not diamonds. And there are also gold stars. It's been a fucking week and I still have no idea what the gold stars do. We know they're not gold coins. They're not gold coins. And there are also these things called royal jewelry that you can get by competing in the Dark Tower event. The Dark Tower, I did genuinely, my one compliment I will give this game is I did genuinely have fun playing the Dark Tower event. But it says it's going to reset the Dark Tower every day, and the counter has been on zero hours, zero minutes, and zero seconds for three fucking days now, and they have not reset the Dark Tower event. Okay, well, first I would like to point out that, again, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. I'm pretty sure that whatever whatever Fat Master's asleep at the (laughs) wheel, he'll get you your... What's the plot of... Can I guess the plot of the Dark Tower? Yeah. Suddenly... A, a pitch black spire has appeared in the middle of the kingdom and like anyone who can go in and can cleanse their way to the top, uh, you know, uh, will get like a million gold stars and ruby hearts and yellow moons and and uh, red uh, balloons. Uh, I don't know, man. It's you don't just, know the plot? It's just I says, thought you said you liked the Dark Tower. It just says, wait for the event to start. <laughs> wait, what was the Dark Tower then if you liked it so much? What's the event? It's you you paddle against other people in the game. Oh, it's with PvP. your Fab Titans. Yes. Okay. And every time you go up a level in the Dark Tower, they get stronger and you're kind of tiered. Mm. It was fun. But the event has been over for days now. And okay. I'm very upset. Okay, well. Now, stupid me, I thought you stopped playing Fab Titans because uh, you stopped having fun with it, but it seems like you rage quit Fab Titans because they didn't update your weekly event fast enough. There's a new element now called Fapopoly, (laughs) (laughs) which is Monopoly, but there's a bunch of, there were more fucking elements now. Now there are tokens, poker chips you need to fucking collect. In order to go around the Fapopoly board? Yes. Okay. 
What happens when you pass go? Does a girl flash you? There are naked women on the board of Fapopoly. We've surprisingly <laughs> spent very little time talking about the naked women of this game. Yeah, uh, that's why I was getting to the royal jewelry. When you win the Dark Tower, you're rewarded with something called royal jewelry, which you can then give to one of three girls to unlock very unappealing sex scenes. Now, Sriracha has shown, because I remember I asked her, I was like, does this game have hardcore penetration? Yes. And she, well, the first thing she said was no. She was like, it's just softcore. She goes, here, I'll show you. And she clicks on a scene and it's just straight up PIV. Yeah. I, I, I screwed the pooch on that just one. Too. Right in there. And then I was like, okay, you have fun with your fap titans. I'll be in the next room high ordering grub up for the third time. Remember that time I just ordered two milkshakes because I wanted both flavors? Three, actually. You ordered two milkshakes and also a lemon. I wanted that lemon hand so bad. And I got it and it was good. And I also ordered French toast. So yeah, there's a lot of confusing elements in fap titans. I don't get the faction wars. There's a segment called faction wars. I still don't know how to Wait, play that. Have you pledged your allegiance to house Boobia? Or will you be going with the mysterious box people of the woods? Box people of the woods. Um, but you know what? I played every other game in this series, and let me give you my review of each. Alright. <clears throat> Cut Wars takes way too long to It's load. called! <laughs> That's what it's called? Just the name. That's terrible. Okay, wait. What's, the, what's that game about? I don't know, because it won't load on my computer. I'm sorry. So okay. that one's an automatic zero out of ten. Okay. Because, no, dude, literally, I sat there for 15 I, minutes. I believe you. would not load. Yeah, <laughs> we know you did. None of us here are doubting that you really tried to play C-Word Wars. Uh, Pussy Saga is running on Flash, so I'm not going to bother with that. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Smutstone is just Heartstone ripoff. With, I wrote Heartstone ripoff, but the monsters have tits. Hmm. Okay. So maybe maybe for you. I like Hearthstone. Uh, Sex Gangsters is way too explicit and also not fun. Like, Sex Gangsters starts out with you taking over your- Wait, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. My guess is that it's some sort of, like, ma mafia-style turf war game where, like, you, like- have to like shake down businesses and like you have to you you control like small sections of the city. No, yours sounds much more interesting. Oh, okay. You're what right. is it then? What is you it? You take over you're you're going to take over your uh dying uncle's casino business. Hmm. But before you can be awarded with it, you must prove yourself as a sex gangster. Cause I guess this casino has mob associations. But sex gangsters is fucking annoying because first of all it's way too hard to collect elements. It's like like you thought Fab Titans was confusing. Sex Gangsters is fucking impossible. There are like hundreds of different things you need to collect. And of course, you run out of energy and you need to buy more energy. Or you could sit there and wait for like three hours, like just long enough so that you can't do something and then come back. But I've got sex gangstering to do. Yeah, well, you can buy cocaine. <laughs> it's cocaine. It's cocaine. At least that's a real thing. Like if to buy it from a drug dealer in the game. Okay. And not bottles of essence. By the way, we all know what that means. And that's gross. It's not. It doesn't look like it, though, because it's red in the bottle. So I, I'm confused. If you don't mind me saying, what if the glass is tainted red? I mean, it's possible. 
wine bottles have wine bottles can be tinted different colors. Yeah, but the the you know the handle of the wine bottle isn't clear. Like the a bottle of essence, it's clear that the liquid because it's kind of spilling over. You can oh, see the difference in the color. It's red in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, it could be monster cum. You're right. Anyway, so w- w- what about slut slots? Uh, poker sluts and slot bitches are. <laughs> <laughs> Poker slot. Can we poker slots first? Okay. Uh, no, you're, you're poker mis- sluts. Poker so. sluts is funny because poker sluts starts with this weird, this bizarre comic story thing. Like you know, that's the narrative storytelling. You'll be like page of the comic, and then it'll flip over. So here is the basis behind poker sluts: is you are having sex with a woman. But I guess that woman is dating a mafia don or something because then a bunch of dudes with guns come in and I'm sorry, the the English is so bad that it's distracting. I wrote down, I wrote down with, with some lines from poker sluts. So when they walk in on you having sex with this girl, one of the gangsters says, did you know that you encroached on someone else's things? Are you imagining yourself the most cunning or immortal? Which I have no fucking idea. What the, I guess that's like English as a third language. English is a third language way to say are, are you ready to die, punk, or something. It's like smart. It's yeah. It's like smart guy. Like, are you intelligent? Like, hey there, smart guy. You think you're gonna live forever like that? But at the absolute last moment, you're saved. By again, your uncles, <laughs> sexy women in cat suits, come and beat the shit out of the guys, and they're like, "You're coming with us." And then you are transported to your uncles, where you are greeted with the, uh, the door woman says, "Come inside. You has been waited." <laughs> and I don't know. It's very funny. I can't play poker, so I couldn't play the actual game, and it doesn't like teach you how to play. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's poker sluts. If you can play poker, I highly recommend. Slot bitches is not a good game. I, slot bitches has potential, I feel like. Interesting. Because what it is, it's just, it's the most boomer concept of pornography is you need to play slots and then when you win, you get coins, and then also some of the coins go towards getting this girl to take her clothes off. Oh, so it's like strip poker, but with a slot machine. Yes, but it's impossible because after a certain point, you have to start playing this roulette game. And not only do you need to win the number of coins necessary to unlock the roulette game, but you also need to win the roulette game, but you it gets difficulter and difficulter every time. And what was I going to say? It's like, it's hard to describe because then you can buy your way into beating the roulette game. But the only way that you can do that is to collect diamonds, which you cannot earn any other way in the game. Like you can't like log in every day and get diamonds. You have to grind for diamonds. You have to purchase them with money. Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> exactly. Like slot bitches has potential, but the, the gameplay just ruins it. 
Now, I remember earlier today you were complaining about Slot Bitches. Oh, yes. Slot Bitches also doesn't just run in the background of your browser for some reason like Fab Titans does. You have to be, you have to have Slot Bitches open. So you can't even like flip over to another tab. And why? That's like if a YouTube video of a podcast just stopped playing unless you were watching the waveform. Oh, that sucks. That, that it sucks, right? That it doesn't just run in the background. Now, I proposed this morning that maybe you see if there's some sort of slot bitches Chrome extension. Amazingly. Slot helpers that'll just keep. There's not. You looked. I looked. I even looked for like galleries of all the slot bitches without their clothes off. And that's how little popularity this game has. Well, Sriracha, I'm sorry that you can't see the naked slot bitches that you deserve. I do deserve it. Okay. Listen, if there's anyone out there who has the time to play through slot bitches, take <laughs> screen caps and send them to us, you'll really be helping a, a girl out who's doing everything during this pandemic to keep you entertained. I'm trying to win pizza slots. So if there are any slot bitches enthusiasts out there who have the whole gallery of pizza slots, I'll trade. I'll trade you the rave slots <laughs> for it. Let the games begin. <laughs> the pizza slots are out there and the rave slots are on offer. We'll be right back after this. Hey there, Simps. Do you like to, you like coronavirus? Of course you don't. Do you think that maybe... You know that the coronavirus comes from God, and I know that it comes from God, but what role does cryptocurrency play <laughs> in the coronavirus? Find out on my podcast, Dark Side Jails. We cover some of the most popular coronavirus conspiracy theories, and by that I mean we just more, read more of Nathan Masary's DMs. Uh, check it out. It's available on patreon.com slash Asterios right now now episode two for just two dollars a month it's gonna be good check it out it's good bye <laughs> we're back on Laos podcast and last week we brought you our reviews of frozen two neither of us loved it right is that Correct. fair to say that's fair okay we all we both thought frozen one was better right yes we both came up with different ways to fix frozen two and now listeners we're gonna let you decide Whose Frozen 2 re- redo is better in our Frozen 2 off? <laughs> now, Sriracha? Yes. You mind if I go first? Of course. All right, cool. Now, I, this isn't a full and complete treatment, but here's what I'm thinking. Um, a lot of Frozen 2 works. I like the Enchanted Forest as our main location. I like the Curse of the Woods as like the big mystery or problem to overcome. And I like the sins of Arendelle's past and their grandfather's the cause of the crisis. So I want to keep all that. Okay. Okay. Now here's some, but here's my big problem with Frozen 2. Number one, Anna doesn't have much to do at all. Number <laughs> two, it's way too much about their dead parents. Number three, no girlfriend for Elsa. <laughs> Number three, Elsa doesn't grow and change in a meaningful way. Okay, find a hot lady ice girlfriend. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I think all we really need to do is rewrite the opening a little bit, swap out the dead mom's ghost singing in the ice cave. We can keep the rest of the movie largely intact. Okay. All right. So we open on the final moments of Frozen 1. It's Elsa's coronation. She's made queen. Everyone is cheering for her. Everyone is happy, especially Elsa. Smash cut to Elsa at a desk, surrounded by paperwork. Everyone is happy except her. 
What if she fucks up the paperwork with her fingers because they're ice? That's good. <laughs> okay. That's great. She keeps like freezing the the royal wax and she keeps like shattering the papers because like her, she doesn't want to do this. Like, like, and this is her body, like, trying to tell her, like, don't fucking do this. She has to have, like, high tea with all these boring diplomats. She's got to wear stuffy clothes. She's got to do all this under the watchful eye of the royal advisor, who I'm stealing from that Barbie movie. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, there's like a prim and proper royal advisor. She's like an older woman, and she's seeking to mold Elsa in the image of the royals of old, whom the advisor proudly served. But Elsa doesn't want to be like the other royals. She wants to be like her. You like it so far? I love it. All right, so there's our conflict. Okay. All right. Elsa says, who knew ruling would come with all these rules? And the worst rule, no magic powers. Wait, it's- they're still not letting her do magic? Yes, but for a different reason now. Like, the royal advisor says, you got to hide your magic powers away. They'll inspire jealousy or fear. When it comes to the people, you must be of them, not above them. Keep your magic under wraps. If not for you, for the safety of your sister, we cut to Anna. She's on her honeymoon. She's glamping out in the forest of Arendelle with Kristoff. You're about to share a romantic kiss in the royal tent. Anna finds herself smooching Sven, the reindeer, who sticks his head in the tent. Kristoff chews him out, and Anna's like, did you have to bring the reindeer on the honeymoon? Huh? I love it. I thought you might like that scene. And he totally would bring the reindeer. Of course he would. And then... One night, Elsa's at another royal ball. She's, like, stuffed into the dusty old dress of her mom. Um, Her dead skeleton mother. Yes, exactly. And, like, like, there's all these diplomats there, and there's this guy like Duke Eric, and he's, like, a dashing young dude. And he's like, you know, an alliance between our kingdoms could be mutually beneficial. And Elsa's heard this before from all these dudes. But suddenly, she hears something she's never heard before. A beautiful woman's voice calling to her. Duke Eric can't hear it. The guards can't hear it. No one can hear it except her. It's this beautiful woman's voice. And then we cut to her asleep. Um, and this voice calling her and she's like, starts like sleep flying towards the voice. So she's like, she's like flying out of her window and she's like in this dreamy state, but it's like amazing. She's hearing this like beautiful woman's voice and like she's transforming and she's on a sled of ice and she's about to like fucking run away in the middle of her sleep when the royal advisor goes like Elsa and like snaps her out of it. Wait, so Elsa almost kills herself sleepwalking? Elsa's like about to sleep fly away. Jesus Christ. Uh, and because she's having like a... It's a sense like a nocturnal, it's like a wet dream kind of thing. Okay. But I'm not, but we don't say that obviously. It's a, but it's the kind of thing that like young people get when like they're in a, they're having a, they're having like a romantic dream and like they're getting carried away. Gross, but continue. Exactly. And the royal advisor calls her back and you think the royal advisor's upset because she's using her ice powers, but the royal advisor like wraps her in a blanket and hugs her and starts to cry. And we, we find out the royal advisor's name is Nana and she's like, oh shit. I thought I was going to lose you like I lost your parents. And the the advisor's like, I told them not to go on that mission, that the past was the past. They didn't listen. How come no one listens to me? I'm the royal advisor. No one takes my advice. And Elsa cries too. She didn't know that the royal advisor cared. Now we've got this like grandmother, granddaughter kind of relationship. And then Elsa's like, wait, wait a minute. What mission? You you told my parents not to go on a mission. What mission? We learn that Elsa's mom and dad had set off on had set off for Northaldra on a mission of peace. 
We find out that the North Aldrians and the people of Arendelle never got along until Elsa's grandfather presented them with a peace offering, a dam within the enchanted woods that would facilitate travel between their lands, just like in the movie. But at the grand opening of the dam, a fight broke out. We don't know who started it, but it ended with the heart of the forest being sealed by magic. Are you with me? Yes, I'm following you. All right, cool. So uh, Elsa's like, oh, the woods? That's where that voice is coming from. But why, why didn't you tell me this about my parents? Nana goes... I didn't want you damn fool girls running off on some adventure like your parents did. It's why I kept all the information about their journey locked up safely in my, and she like goes to, she goes to like her desk and she notices that like her lock compartment like pulls right open. The lock's been picked and all that's inside, like all her files are gone. The only thing left inside is like a single strand of red hair. What the fuck is Anna doing during all this? And then we cut to Anna in the woods laughing and giggling on her honeymoon camp out. But we pan over to her backpack and she's got all these files and she's got these letters and maps and clues in a big folder marked Mission to North Aldra smash cut to title Frozen 2 Mission to North Aldra. Oh shit, we haven't even started the movie yet. Exactly. And we got like this big band like Idina Menzel, like James Bond movie, like North Aldra, adventure, excitement, North Aldra. And then... Take it down. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just very excited about my frozen toothpaste. Don't need to whisper, but you're hurting my ears. Okay, I'm so so sorry. Okay, so the next next morning, Elsa readies to depart for the Enchanted Woods. But she doesn't want the neighboring kingdoms to know that she's gone because they don't. She doesn't want anyone to make a move on Arendelle. So the advisor, Nana, tells all the royals at the court that Elsa's going to be stuck in a room for a few days, catching up on some of the bureaucracy and paperwork that she hates doing. And then we cut to like a hand knocking Elsa's door, and like a guard's like, "You're hot, Coco, ma'am." Reveal Olaf the Snowman is in Elsa's bedroom, dressed up like Elsa. And the snowman's like, "Just leave it outside." So now we got some for the snowman to do. Elsa speeding off towards the enchanted forest following the song only she can hear lesbianism back to Anna on her honeymoon. She's like, I'm going to cook breakfast. I, I just got to get some firewood. I'll be right back. But then we cut to Anna in the woods and she's like looking at clues and like trying to find waterfalls and like looking at pictures and like trying to crack together this mystery. And then Sven brings her a cup of hot cocoa and Anna goes like, thanks Sven, but remember, you got to keep this under wraps. And then Sven replies in Anna's voice, you got it princess. And then Anna's like, please call me Anna. Turns out Anna and Sven have been working together to crack this thing behind, what's the other guy's name? Kristoff? Kristoff. Behind Kristoff's back. So, so meanwhile, Elsa, she like she gets to the woods, she's approaching the ghostly barrier, she's trying to break through it, it's solid, she tries freezing it, hacking at it with a sword made of ice, and then all of a sudden she's like, ah, oh, let me get a bigger look at the problem. So she flies up and she realizes it's like it's not just like a big solid bubble, it's kind of like a like a donut of energy, and there's like a weak spot in the middle, and she goes, and this is where I this is this is all I've got so far. You're starting to lose me. Okay, okay wait. Right, forget so. about the donut of energy. I, I haven't finished that part. All right. So anyway, this is this is where I've gotten so far, but here's how I see the rest of the movie playing out. Okay. So it's like, obviously all the action's happening in the woods. You know, they're there on the honeymoon. 
Anna's doing it behind Kristoff's back because Kristoff wanted to like just take some romantic time away and leave work behind, but Anna can't leave the mystery behind. Else is there. They're going to go in. They're going to find things. They're going to find the truth, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be a hot lady. Turns out that like there was a, a spell placed on the hot lady. The, the, she's going to be the heart of the, of the woods. And then they're going to free her and then they're going to become friends. And then we're going to find that the heart of the woods is related to the heart of the ocean. And this is going to set up kind of like an Avengers kind of thing where like, Moana and Frozen and all these other things take place in the same universe. But uh, what do you think so far? Okay, well, I like that the lady, the magical ladies have something to do in this movie, which they did not in Frozen. I'm imagining Nana as like that old woman in the woods who had absolutely nothing to do this movie, but they still made toys of. Yes. So we can even keep the toys. Um, I'm having I'm having trouble picturing the cross movie Pixar conspiracy theory like oh no did you know that all the kids on the Ed and Denny block are actually dead like I'm having trouble you're having trouble hooking me with that but it's a good movie but much better than the original okay good exactly and look We'll keep most of it the same, but instead of the dead mom's voice being in the thing, it's going to be a hot lady wizard, and it turns out that Elsa's grandfather sealed her away because she knew too much, and then when they free her, the, the magic's going to get out of control, and they're all going to have, the North Aldrins and the Arendellians are going to have to work together to destroy the dam and restore balance. So wait, are the mom and the dad dead or no? Oh, in this one? Yeah. <gasps> are they actually dead? That's a good question. That's a good point. Um, we don't find out. Okay. But maybe we find some clues that they're still alive that we can explore in Frozen 3. Room for a sequel. Love it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So that's what, that's what I got on Frozen so far. I would have had a lot more done, but I went on that weed bender. Oh, uh, yeah. But that wouldn't, didn't help you with the Frozen 3 treatment. All right. What's your Frozen 2? Okay. So, um, this is less of a treatment and more of a, I wrote a new movie. So tell me what you think. Okay. okay. So Frozen 2 opens with three big reveals. Three big reveals. First of all, oh, wait, let me set up the magic system first, because like any good sci-fi thing or fairy tale, there needs to be magic and it needs to have rules to the point where it's complicated and not fun. Okay. So magic in the Frozen universe, in my head canon, works. You need two ingredients to wield magic powers. Okay, ready? First, you need to be a female member of the royal family, because mm-hmm. it's like a gift that's been passed down for in, in the mom's bloodline. And second, you need to perform a great deal of heroism or self-sacrifice to be rewarded with powers. So Frozen 2, I imagine we open with uh, Elsa and Anna as kids, like Dick and in the woods and Anna falls down a snowbank and Elsa dives in five year old Elsa dives in after her and digs her out and he's like rewarded by the powers that be with ice powers we also find out that Anna has the capacity for magic and she at the her big act of sacrifice is the whole last movie so she is rewarded because she had the dream of always being reunited with her sister she is now the princess of dreams and her power is that she can enter people's dreams by like putting her hand on their forehead and kind of rubbing it a little bit 
Second big reveal is that Arendelle is now at war with Hans's kingdom. That makes sense. They literally fucking murdered a member of the royal family of that blast. But like, yeah, I get he was being a dick, but you think that's just going to go unpunished? That's great. So I looked it up. Hans, Hans's kingdom doesn't really have a name. He's just Hans of the Southern Isle. So I called it Sudbury. So we have Arendelle in the north, Sudbury in the south, and Arendelle and Sudbury are at war with one another. In the west, we have another kingdom called Nova. And Nova is kind of like Poland in that they're very weak and they're just constantly getting dicked over by whichever person is in power, like using Nova as a tactical base. The Novan people are not thrilled about it, but they're not, there's not a lot that they can do. We also find out in the early in the movie that the mom and dad are alive. Well, we don't know that they're alive, but they found the wrecked ship. We could even keep that scene where they find the wrecked ship and their parents' bodies are not in it. So the implication there... And there's no... And- and also, like, the lifeboats are missing. Correct. Yeah. So the implication is that they are alive. So the movie, after the title card opens, uh, Elsa is doing her, uh, just her stately duties as the queen, where guards come in and they tell her they have captured a Sudbury spy. They've captured a spy, but during the fight, he was knocked unconscious. So they want to know what he knows, but obviously they can't torture him because he's unconscious. So they need Anna to go inside his dream and uh, talk to him. Oh, and Anna can bring other people with her. Cool. So Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and the snowman's there too, because <laughs> fuck it, why not? So they enter this spy's dream and they are talking with him in his dream. Like they run into his spirit and he's like, ah, so it's true. So the princess can control dream. This was a test. Oh he no, it was this, a trap. It was a trap. He set it up intentionally and he's like, I am not actually a Sudbarian spy. I am a high-ranking official in the Novan army. And here's what's, here's some information for you. Here's an exposition dump. Great. Your parents are alive, but they have been captured. Their lifeboat was captured shortly after the events of the second movie, and they are being held in prison in Sudbury. I am a high-ranking Novan official, and I need you to do a favor for me. And if you can carry out this favor, then I will pull some strings, and I will have your parents set free. Like, they'll release the captives, essentially. Cool. So he says, what I need you to do is I need you to enter the dream of one of my business rivals, a Sudburyan uh, business. He, he owns a big conglomerate or his father owns a big conglomerate, but the father is on his deathbed. So what they need to do is they need to convince him that to break up his father's conglomerate. But they're going to the only way that they can do this is through a process called inception. <laughs> And you see, usually you can extract information, but they're planning on going in a dream with the entry. To plant information. Correct. So they find out once they start going through this adventure, they do get into his brain, but there's a rogue Elsa projection of her at year five. And they find out is that this whole thing has been a dream. The first and second movies have all been a dream. And it's all in Anna's imagination because Anna and Elsa had actually awakened Anna Powers when she was five. And they had gone too deep into Elsa's memory. 
creating a dream world and Elsa had killed herself in an attempt because when you die in the dream, you just wake up. So Elsa killed herself (laughs) to wake up from the dream. But she was actually alive and Anna was framed for her murder. So Anna is now on the run. Mm Mm-hmm. For the murder of Queen Elsa. How do you like it? What do you think? All right. I'm ready to hear thoughts. Okay. I, I like quite a bit of it. <laughs> I like Sudbury. I like the, I like that they're at war. Um, I like the people of Nova kind of getting fucked over a la Poland. Like, I think it would be cool if, uh, if the Novans kind of filled the, the role of the North Eldrins do. In Frozen 2, like, there's not a lot of them, but their secret is their magic. Like, everybody everybody wants Nova's help because of this territorial thing. They don't realize that, like, Nova has a lot more to offer. And, like, that's how Nova's kind of stayed alive. It's been playing Arendelle and Sudbury against each other, like, with, like, trickery. I kind of like that there's, like, a nation of spies. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that in... I think that... I like that, like, it's like, oh, you got to go to my business rival's dream. But I think they should find out that they're actually in Elsa's dad's head. Oh, wait, they're in Elsa's dad's head? Yeah, exactly. How they, did they get there? I, I don't know. But, like, that explains why there's, like, a five-year-old Elsa running around. Like, they think that they're in, like, they think they're in, I don't know. It, it turns out, like, they're in their waking parents' dream. And then, like, that way they can, like, learn more about, like, their childhood. They can kind of, like, connect with their parents and then maybe, yeah. And then the mom, I think, kills herself because they went too deep into the dad's dream. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know how much suicide you need in this Disney movie. Okay, he, he falls off a cliff into smoke <laughs> intentionally. What do you think about the dream power part? I like that. I like that. I like the idea that, like, your magic grows as your selflessness does because it's a way to keep magic out of the hands of like evil tyrants. It's kind of like, you know, in the first frozen, we find out like about Elsa's frozen heart. And the only thing that melts it is loving her sister. Like the more love she has to give, the more her power grows, the more she can protect people. I think that's like a cool way to deal with magic. I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, again, there's a lot of suicide <laughs> in your pitch, but I mean, look, it's all—it's ultimately up to the people to decide who's frozen to. Yeah, it really is. So, guys, make a vote. Yeah, there'll be. Uh, we'll put up a poll. We'll put up uh, one of those. Uh, what do they call straw polls? So, do you like Asterios's Frozen Lesbian Adventure or Sarancha's Frozen? I, f- I feel like we call it Frozen Deception. <laughs> That's really good. Okay, you know what? Actually, we'll have a tw- we'll do the poll on Twitter. <laughs> okay, sounds good. You go to twitter.com slash Asterios. <laughs> it'll be the pin post. Do you like Fro- Asterios is Frozen 2 or Siraj is Frozen 2? You be the judge. We'll be right back after this with your voicemails and some gifts that we got open. I'm so excited to open the gifts. Yeah, me too. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, man. Oh, my throat hurts laughing too much. <laughs> Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Lottish Podcast. Let's post games on the year. It's voicemail time. Voicemail time. It's voicemail time. All right. This first one. Oh, and also, we have a ton of gifts. Yes, it's open. gift and voicemail time. Yeah. Okay. Let's go through the voicemails first. Um, this voicemail is called, Oh, Great, More Frozen. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. 
Hey guys, this voicemail's for Asterios. Oh. Uh, why is it that when you're talking about Frozen 2, it sounded like what you wanted it to be was lesbian porn? I mean, you yes. know, it's a children's movie, right? Gross. It is. You're sitting here talking about styles like, oh, we can't get too critical. It's a kid's movie. And then Frozen comes on. I was like, why isn't there a big titty eye switch? Why isn't there a big titty eye switch? Because like, it's a kid's movie. I'm concerned because I know Sriracha is a little younger than you. And you got real angry when that Digibro thing happened. Is it because you see all the uh, yourself in them? Mysterious? Do you want there to be a big titty eye switch because... <laughs> because what? Because you want to just watch lesbian porn? Hmm. I mean, I do think there should be a big titty eye switch. Yeah, I don't see about how, that, how that's relevant to the second half relevant. of the voicemail. But. I don't know how that's relevant to Digibro, but like... It just, there's like 9,000 goddamn Disney movies about like some dump of a prince... And like some like some just like bubble headed girl hanging out in the woods and kissing and all this stuff. It's like we can have one movie where like a big titty ice witch and another ice witch hold hands. This is frozen banned in China. We don't they don't even need to get again, roommates. Just make them roommates. Life partner. Frozen life partners. Exactly. They're best friends. They wow. They wear the same clothes. They're, they can always be. They can always be seen having dinner together. Wow, these two are inseparable chums. My husband has died of the plague. I will be moving in with my female companion. <laughs> I don't get that. I'm just saying words. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this next voicemail is called "Ooh, the Fun Fat Guy." Fun Fat Guy's back with another fun fact. All right, here we go. Hey there, Steros and Sriracha. It's me, the Fun Fact Guy, here to bring you a fat cat fun fact about our favorite feline friend, Garfield. Awesome. Or rather, an iteration of Garfield that Jim Davis is no longer proud of. A physical Garfield Zombie eats. Garfield. <gasps> Jim Davis said a few years ago there was a zombie Garfield. It was really gnarly, and I thought, oh, this will be fun. But then I looked at it later, and I go, it did nothing for the character's advancement. Given his criteria of character advancement, I wonder how he thinks about Nathan Mazur and Garfield Eats as it stands today. I mean, Garfield is kind this of a- old shame might have been shameful enough for it to be buried, as I can't find any official zombie Garfield stuff ex- besides old trailers for a Garfield zombie defense game on the App Store, which, as far as I understand, is gone forever, making zombie Garfield lost media. I, I, I'm, I'm just a little bit confused about his voicemail. So he knows that there is a zombie Garfield, but he doesn't know much about it? I think my understanding is that there was either a comic book or a movie. The voicemail did not go. Fan fact, I call back with the clarification. But Jim Davis is so ashamed of it that it all media has been destroyed. Okay, this now this I get. Okay, so it's like his E.T. the video game or how George Lucas tried to destroy the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah. Well, I would love to know more about zombie Garfield. Um, I mean, Garfield's kind of got zombie Garfield at this point. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's kind of where he was going originally. I mean, clearly Jim Davis like at this point doesn't care because he sat down for videos promoting Garfield Eats. Oh, yeah, no, he just wants to die. Jim Davis doesn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, like, it's amazing to me that at one point Jim Davis 
said no to anything. I mean, I bet if you emailed Jim Davis and offered him a sum of money, he would be like, yeah, here you go. It's Bobby Garfield. Yeah, exactly. And now fucking Gar- Garfield's owned by Nickelodeon. So like, yeah, the zombie Gar- I'm sure they'll do that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Fun Facts Guy. Thank you, Fun Fact Guy. Are you ready to open some gifts? Yes. All right, cool. All right, hold on. Let me go. Let me, you, you sit right there. Let me give, you a give me a present. I think we have one from Archangel Alive. I'm so excited. All right, see about this one. And then two more. If you wanna send a if you wanna send a gift, send a gift to P.O. Box P.O. P.O. Box 90700. P.O. Box 90700. Uh, Box 90700. Brooklyn, NY. 11209. That's right. And this first one is from AAOL. Oh, yes. Oh, it's more weep shit. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. The note. There's a note. I think he just got back from a trip to Japan. <gasps> oh, this is like limited edition weeb shit, too. Check it out. That's the new. This is the new. This is the new Love Live girl. Right Ooh, what's her name? Tell me about her. I think her name is a Yumu or some shit. They all look exactly the same. <laughs> look at these two. How'd they get away with that shit? They're literally uh, the same character. How did, that's three Yo Watanabe's in one in one uh, picture. The literal, literally, the only difference is the hair. Oh my god, this is so cool. This is so cool. This is from the um the he went to Japan like to see these groups in concert. And I guess this was something that they gave away. So that looks like the program from the concert. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's so cool. It's so good. And then we have... Let me read the Let me read the note. I'm getting sidetracked. Dear Stereo and Sarantia, thank you for your work on the Loudest Podcast. You're oh. very welcome. Thank you for always buying us shit. It's so nice of you. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he sends us something cool. Uh, I have included some gifts from my, my latest travels. Asterios, inside oh, is a yo. towel... Oh, no shit! I fucking need a towel. <laughs> it's a collectible towel. Oh, okay. So I shouldn't use this on my balls. Open it up, and then you make the decision. <laughs> okay. Let me pop this thing open. Oh, this is cool as hell. It's a little... It's an orange towel, and it just says the word chaos on it over and over again. That is from the New Japan Pro, pro Wrestling Show he saw at Car- Chara Expo. Oh, Chikara! Oh, that's great. You might know and you might know NP NJPW for Kenny Omega, among other various talents that AEWWW has. Sriracha, you know I went to Japan for the Love Live Festival concert. That's these these little little yeah. boys. I visited many of the Love Live related spots in Japan. I didn't know they were real. Like the places you see in the TV show, I didn't know they were real locations you could visit until he told me about it. I looked it up because one of the characters owns a hotel and they made a replica of her room. And it's like some insane amount of money to stay there. You could stay in this lady's room for the night. That's cool. But it's like $11,000 or something. Um, the, I also visited many of the Love Live related spots in Japan. The keychain is from Awashima Marine Park. For reference, it is where Marie's house is and the diving shop that Kanan's family owns. You can only buy it on the island. Holy shit. That is this one, I believe. That's Marine cool. Park thing. That is so cool. I don't That's want to take cool another package. That's fucking cool. Uh, I always also happened upon uh, many Love Live gashapons, so I've included one of the items I got. Okay, so let's open what's inside. 
that is oh it's ruby ruby sucks <laughs> but you hate ruby i hate ruby she's oh, the worst but sorry. thank you love, love sorry oh my god this is so cool i have so much cool shit in here Thank you for thinking about us. Yeah. Oh, man. This towel is really dope. I will not, now that I know it's from New Japan, I will not be using it on my balls. I will rub Ruby on my balls, but those are reasons independent of you. Thank you. Well, um, that, check out that big, big box. Okay. Yeah, let me, let me help you get it. Oh, you got it? Yes, I got it. I got it. Let me get some of this stuff out of the way for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know what this is. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> It finally got here, Stereos. What is it? It's all Big Bang theories, and oh my god, it came with posters. All, uh, not an insignificant number of posters. Oh shit! Let me see one of those posters. <laughs> Look at how crazy Photoshop these are to make the women seem attractive. <laughs> okay, this is awesome. It look it looks like he included. 30 The Big Bang Theory Five Nights a Week posters. This is the guy that works at that local television station. Look at all of these. It's just the ninth season over and over and over. Wait, how many DVDs are in there? One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Wow. Of the ninth season of the Big Bang. We got 14 copies of the ninth season of the Big Bang Theory. I believe these are all the ninth season, too. No, I believe they are. And a bunch of poetry. What does that letter say? Mysterio, sorry for taking so long to send these DVDs. I was busy forgetting to do it. Enclosed are 11 Big Bang Theory posters and 14 copies of the Big Bang Theory. Season nine. Oh my god, I'm crying. I feel like I had more at some point, but thank you for not sending us any more of these because I lost my local news PA job. Oh, automation. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But at least this came out. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Carrie, I think your name is Carrie. Very poor penmanship, but that's okay. I do too. Thank you for sending us these. This is awesome. We got to figure out something to do with 14 copies of season nine of the big. Wait, let me hand on to the DVDs. You think we should leave them around the park or something? Special features the 2015 Comic Con panel. Hashtag just ask BBT who will get the couch. Just asked BBT if I had to go to Mars. Okay, so they did like a Twitter AMA. Love is rocket science. The cast answers questions about the tectonic relationship shifts that happened in season nine. What? The, the big 200. The stars and creative team celebrate their 200th episode. I don't get why you want to like ask the actors opinions because they do this a lot. And even at BrodyCon, I don't get why, what the actor, like I would want to ask the people writing the storyboard, like if you have complaints about the direction the season is going direct them to the people writing it i'll tell you what you want to ask the actors their opinions uh because they're already in makeup and mic'd up and lit and you can just (laughs) slide in a chair and have them sit down on the actual big bang three set and just go hey we need to crap out some shit for season nine uh, for dvds you know those things nobody buys anymore that someone might send someone 14 of as a joke and it would be really funny if they did 14 of them i don't know Disc made in Mexico. Oh, 
there's a still from the okay well first off howard and penny's wedding happens in season nine. Oh yeah and there's the episode where they fight over who gets the office by having that athletics competition i remember that but it turns out none of them are good at athletics so the way they decide is by seeing who can throw a ball in this who can throw a ball high enough and whoever can throw the ball highest in the air wins. I hate that I remember exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I think Leonard won. I think uh, Sheldon won. I thought uh, Quipke won because I remember it ended with none of them getting the office. No, you're right. It, the Quipke would win. That's actually, that's that's a way better. That's a way better ending. All right, well, finally, we got something from Kyle. Oh, yay. You know, he told us what it was over Twitter. It is. If it's more fucking Big Bang Theory, God, I hope so. It is a complete collection of the Survivor trading card game. Oh God, yes. Is this? Yeah, I'm ready. Is this a game that you collect or a game that you play? I hope to God it's a game that you play. It was $1 at some place called Family Toy, which I assume has been crushed under the unforgiving boot of Amazon.com. I assume so, too. Okay. This came in a deck. He sent another deck that came in a deck protector. Let me pop this open. Oh, there's a little note inside. Oh, no, there, uh, there is a quick cut that out there. That's not a note. Okay. All right. No, it is like a Magic the Gathering type game. Oh, uh, for example, uh, the item Mango adds plus three to any skill, but it, can, it cannot be played with any other fresh fruit card. So no Mango stacking. I want to, you want to learn unironically learn how to play this game. I wonder I, if there's a community for this, like on Reddit or some shit. Of course I do, because we still need to learn to play the pony game. Oh yeah, that's right. We do have the pony game. Uh uh oh, this fortune card dehydration. Your opponent is negative one to endurance. This card just says vengeance, son. <laughs> Wait, what's the vengeance card do? Your opponent cannot play any item cards during the immunity challenge. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, no, how am I going to get the immunity idol if I can't you if I can't play heat exhaustion on you? Survival. Cacti have liquid that is poisonous. If in doubt, do not drink. <laughs> Thank you. No, makes sense. I could save my life one day. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. This has been quite a day for weird media. <laughs> oh, I found the fresh fruit card. Add plus three to any skill. Cannot be played with apple, banana, coconut, lemon, mango, pineapple, or watermelon. Fruit cards. My Wait. nails are too long. I can't get the deck off. God damn. There's so many fruit cards. Half of these cards are fruit. Durian? Wait, durian is a fruit. Yeah. But you. But the fresh fruit card, the fresh fruit card doesn't say I can't use durian. Is durian a fruit? Uh, isn't durian a fruit? I thought durian was The only a thing fruit. I know about it is it smells like shit. Lemon cannot be played with fresh fruit. Oh, you can play anxiety on your opponent. <laughs> play that one of myself every day <laughs> your opponent is negative one to politics okay so clearly you have politics survival intelligence oh the immunity idol well, this must be rare and all these cards are stamped first edition wow wow we're pretty much set for our quarantine half, got- of, half of my deck is fucking water this is bullshit <laughs> you need fresh water to, to survive 
Clearly, I don't have any durians, though. The play fair card. Play if you start first. Play on an opponent. He cannot play fortune cards during this immunity challenge. Well, that's not very fair, is it? Um, before eating snails, starve them for three days. Oh, that's there's weird survival tips at the bottom of all these cards. Yeah, that's the part I'm I'm most confused about. Survival tip: cold air goes down, warm air goes up. <laughs> it's not. That's more just a science <laughs> really, fact. It's just a fun science fact. Survival tip: if your hair, if your match is damp, roll it in your hair to dry it. Well, that's good to know. Wouldn't your hair be wet? I can't imagine a situation where my hair is dry, but my match is wet. I also can't imagine that. Survival tip. If your feet are cold, cover your head and neck. What? I, I don't... I Sur- hate this. I hate this game, but thank you for sending it to us. Survival tip. Giant clams can be big enough to trap a human leg. That's Again, that's more of like a fun nature fact. Survival tip. Carry a plastic bag of dryer lint. It's light and easily flammable. Yeah, good, big, big, good. That'll help me if I'm stranded on an island. Let me just whip out my dryer lint bag. How is that not going to be wet if my mash is wet? Because it's in a bag of dryer lint. They thought of everything. Dandelions can be eaten to ease constipation. So if you're in the middle of nowhere, but you can't shit because I guess you've eaten too much. Just eat some dandelions. Did you know people used to eat dandelions? Yeah, during and, the Great Depression. Yeah, they, and they and you uh, they still people still eat dandelion salad. They drink dandelion wine. It's mostly hippies, but they oh, do man. that shit. How much would it suck to be on the card for hunger? <laughs> Is that like a big fat guy? <laughs> no, it's just a dude literally starving to death on a beach. Oh yikes! Jeez. Oh yeah, I see the hunger card. Your opponent is negative one to strength. Survival tip. Eyeglasses can be used to start a fire. That's true. That's good. That's a good survival tip. Survival tip. A watch's crystal can be used to start a fire. Can it? I guess. What is used to keep time? Quartz? I don't know. I feel like I knew that at one point in my life. <laughs> Waxed dental floss is stronger than thread. Again, these are these, these are. Weird. Did I you know you tips. can slit someone's throat with dental floss? How do you know that? I read it on the internet. Well, then it must be true. It's true. <laughs> okay. Well, look, that's about it for this episode of the Loudest Podcast. Thank you, Sriracha, for being charming and wonderful as always. Survival tip. Make matches rainproof by dipping the heads in melted candle fat. That just sounds like a way to make matches not work. <laughs> yeah. And this, and again, it's like, it might, might make have em, candles. Might make them fireproof, too. <laughs> what the, what the, this is all... All right. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, just want to remind you that we have a new episode of Christory. Episode eight and a half is on the feed right now, and there's a brand new episode, episode two of the Dark Side Jill. Yeah, we talked about um, coronavirus conspiracy theories. Yeah, a little bit, and then we just dicked around. <laughs> Um, uh, you can get all of our bonus episodes at patreon.com slash hysterios. You can get two years of bonus episodes for just two bucks. And you can get the video version of our podcast for 15. And thanks so much. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
survival tip. Collecting dew is the quickest and easiest way to get drinking water. Uh, doubt. It <laughs> takes forever. All these survival tips. Suck. I, I'd rather die than listen to these survival tips. I will literally never dip my match in candle wax. I'm not going to roll my matches in my own hair. That's gross. My hair is wet. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. 